Welcome back to another episode of the Casey Campbell podcast. Casey Campbell with you, of course, and pleased to be joined by Jack Whitten, who covers Michigan baseball for the for the uh, Michigan Daily, one of the which is the for those who do not know the college newspaper at the University of Michigan. Um, they've been frequent guests on my podcast from because I've covered Michigan athletics in the past um, uh, and uh, great people. How's it going, man? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Okay, so. Baseball's been working out pretty well, you know. It's uh, it's been an interesting season so far. They haven't ran into, you know, any, you know, they haven't they haven't been real. They've been doing pretty well so far. Um, what's it been like just watching the team? And have you have you gotten have you been able to get to any games this year? Yeah, I've been to um, four. Uh, they've been three and one in the games that I've that I've been to. You know, the first one. Um, I covered in person was the um, the unbelievable eight run comeback in the ninth inning. Um, then uh, just this past weekend, I went to two against uh, Ohio State, um, and they they won both as part of a series win. Yeah. So, how do you think the team is? You know, it's been doing pretty good so far, but what is kind of like really working for these guys? Yeah, I think um, you know Eric Backage, the coach, told me that he feels the the biggest three strains they have are pitching defense and timely hitting. And you know, when, when you see them win, though, all those three things are really working for them. Uh, you know, from the, from the starting pitching, which is pretty deep, you know, they have five guys who, who routinely make starts, you know, depending uh, how long the series is and things like that. Uh, their bullpen tends to be you know, pretty deep. Uh, they have guys uh, who handle a variety of situations and, um, and the defense has been one of their calling cards, uh, you know, regardless of whether it's, it's a ground ball pitcher like Cam Weston or a fly ball pitcher like Jacob Denner. Uh, they have guys, a very deep group of position players who can all play the field very well. Uh, you know, from individual plays to making team plays like we saw uh, tandem relay last weekend. And then, of course, the timely hitting. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of beginnings out of them from that eight-run inning that I was talking about. You know, just a couple of days ago, they batted way more than a round in the, in the eighth inning, putting up nine runs. Um, and, of course, there have been you know, a lot of go-ahead home runs um, in the late innings uh, to, to help give them some, some wins. Yeah. So, so I've gotten a chance to talk to a lot of coaches, you know, not just in the big 10, but from around the country. Um, The big Ten's doing a lot of this like conference play stuff. How is that like working out and with, with all that? Cause I I feel like it's like, you know, you're not playing the non-conference teams that are out there and it's kind of like you're at a, Sometimes you're at a disadvantage from when I talk to some coaches that, that have came out on the show. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think um, some of, you know, at least Baggage and probably some of his players miss playing non-conference games too, because last year they gave themselves a very difficult non-conference schedule. Um, you know, to begin the season, they played a lot of West Coast teams. They played Arizona State, they played Vanderbilt, they played Connecticut. Uh, so just to you know, see how they compared against teams out of the conference, and um, I think that was you know, very informative um, for them. Uh, for, for someone who really proved themselves 
was Weston in that short stretch that they had all of non-conference games. Jimmy Overtop really proved himself. Um, so, yeah, I do think they missed that. And I wonder what kind of impact that the having no non-conference play under their belts, uh, I wonder what kind of impact that will have when it comes time to, you know, choose the, the bracket for the uh, tournament. So, okay. So who do you think is kind of really like some of the players that you've noticed so far, because of, you know, when, you know, remember this team two years ago, just went to the college world series and a lot of guys didn't know who they were. Who's kind of really been, who are, who are some of the guys that you're noticing that, that uh, you keep your eye, that, that you've had your eye on this season? Yeah, well, they've lost a lot of guys since that 2019 um, season. And, you know, this year with the eligibility relief, with the roster size increase, a lot of the, the biggest performers have been uh, graduate transfers. Um, so, I think the first one that you have to name is the uh, Christian Malfetta, who's playing third base right now, but who can also play catcher. Um, he usually hits second or third. Um, you know, he can hit for a lot of power, hits for a lot of average as well. Um, and he plays excellent defense. Uh, Griffin Mazur is another transfer. Um, he's from UC Irvine. Uh, he plays catcher, uh, bats in the heart of the order has been struggling against the breaking ball lately, but uh, overall he has you know, provided a huge run scoring boost and um, has really improved his draft prospects. Thanks to the development he's had at Michigan. Uh, let's see um, in the outfield, you know, you have Clark Elliott who stepped into a starting role as a freshman last year. And unlike some of the other starters who were freshmen last year, he's really had a grip on that that starting job all of this year as well. He plays really great defense um, and he is often coming up with clutch hits and just contributing to, you know, big innings. Uh, Jordan Rogers is someone who stepped in for Christian Bullock when Bullock came down with uh, toe turf against Penn state. And he has been uh, drawing some of the most quality at bats of anyone on the team. Uh, and is just a real catalyst on the base path as well. And then on the pitching side, uh, you know, leading the rotation, you have Stephen Hadger, who some people say is going to be a number one or first round, I'm sorry, pick in the draft. Um, and, you know, he's he's always a good bet to, to contribute a quality start on a Friday night. And then behind him, uh, you have three guys, three, four guys, you know, Ben Dragani, Blake Beers, Kim Weston and Jacob Denner, who uh, while they typically don't go quite as deep into games as as Hadger. They they routinely keep Michigan within you know shouting distance, uh, giving them a giving them a chance to compete well into the game thanks to their their effort. Yeah. So, kind of talk about who they're kind of who they're kind of playing this weekend. Yeah, this weekend they're playing Minnesota. Uh, the Big Ten's worst team right now, I believe. I think they're four and seventeen. Um, you know, if I recall, I think I, I think their pitchers are are getting a surrendering a three oh two batting average against. So I think this this could be a massive offensive outburst from this Michigan team that prides itself on just taking quality at bats um, and and passing the baton uh, to the next guy up. 
so yeah, I think it could be uh, a lot of long balls, a lot of extra base hits, and and just big innings. Yeah, I bet. Um, all right, Jack. Thank you for spending a few minutes on uh, on with us, and uh, we'll uh, maybe talk to you later on in the year. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Casey. Uh,